Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you might be joining us. Welcome to the Purpose and Beyond podcast. I am your host, Kelly R. Jackson. Let's just get right into it as we always do. It's time for our Monday Morning Discipleship podcast, Monday Morning Discipleship. And as always, we like to come on on Monday and try to give you something to supplement what you may have heard on Sunday. So let's get back into our series, Putting on Your Armor. This is part two of our series, Putting on Your Armor. And uh, in this series, we're dealing with uh, familiar scripture, Ephesians chapter six, uh, verses 10 through 17. And we're going to read that for you uh, in just a second. But uh, we're talking about putting on that armor of God and what it means to put on that armor of God. And and, and we, uh, we started off last week, we started off on a good note where we talked about um, how it's important before we read the scripture on today uh, that we put on the whole armor. And one of the things we mentioned on last week was that uh, sometimes we're getting caught because we don't have the whole armor on. We have part of the armor on. You know, you might have a little bit of word here. You might have a little bit of this there, a little bit of commitment, a little bit of protection here. But you don't put on the whole armor. And so we wind up getting caught. And uh, this this mindset, if you talk about this armor of God, it, it's, it's, it's putting us in a mindset because it's armor of a battle. It's putting you in the mindset of a battle, right? And in a battle, there's a lot of things that happen in the battle. But when we look at this armor of God, right, the, the only thing that we have that is a weapon is the sword, right? And so uh, we, we look at the armor of God. Everything that we put on is for our protection. So we think about the fact that the word of God, the armor of God protects us, right, from the wiles of the devil. But uh, I want to share something special this week. I'm going I'm to tell you how we're going to break this down further. But let me read the scripture first, and then I'll explain to you how we're going to break this down in each part of this uh, series as we go forward. So let me read the scripture first. Uh, Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 17. Let me read it from the New King James Version first. Word of God says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts and wickedness, uh, a host of wickedness rather in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up one more time the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, having done all to stand. Stand, therefore, having gird your waist with the truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith with you, uh, taking the shield of faith uh, uh, with which rather you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Let's read it from the New Living Translation as we always do. A final word, verse 10, a final word. Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against the strategies of the devil. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. 
Then after the battle, you will be uh, you will still be standing firm. Stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness. For shoes, put on the peace that comes from the good news so that you will be fully prepared. In addition to all these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. Verse 17, put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So so before I get into how we're going to break this down, let me again recap. As I just mentioned here, and I want to make sure I say it again, and you see in either of these versions, they keep saying all of God's armor, put on all of God's armor, put on the whole armor, right? They keep saying every piece, verse 13, New Living Translation, every piece of God's armor, put on all of it. Verse 13, New Living Translation, take up the, the whole, a New King James Version rather, take up the whole armor of God. I want to stress this point one more time that many times that we're falling, that we're getting crushed by the devil, that we're getting stabbed by the devil, that we're getting caught in certain places by the devil is because we don't have on the whole armor. Reverend Jackson can tell you that there are times where I've been caught and I didn't have on all my armor. You have to put it all on when you're going into battle against the enemy, put on the whole armor of God. And listen, let, let me explain it to you like this before I go into to these thoughts on today. I know you say he's already into the thoughts. Um, let me explain it like this. Um, it, it's understandable. And I'm not and I'm not trying to make excuses. I always have to preface this. Reverend Jackson's not making an excuse for sin. Okay, now it's understandable that every now and then you take something off. Even a soldier in the heat of the battle, there comes a, a moment when the battle cools down a little bit, might take his helmet off, taking a break, might set his sword down, take the breastplate off. He might, he might just say, okay, you know, we've got a break here in the cool of the battle. It happens sometimes. We think to ourselves, who I'm taking getting a breather right now. Devil not bothering me right now. I'm taking a breath right now. It happens sometimes. So I, I don't want you to think that if every now and then the devil run up on you and he catch you, that you ain't different than anybody else. We, we've all been caught. We, we all still getting caught. Right. It's, 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 it's very easy to just kind of rest on your laurels, as we used to say. It happens. It happens. I don't want you to think that you can't recover. I want you to understand what I'm saying here. I don't want you to think that you can't recover. I mentioned last week in last week's podcast, and I talked about the fact that uh, this sword, right? This sword, as the scripture says here, uh, uh, the sword, the sword of the spirit. This is the word of God. That's what the scripture said, right? The sword of the spirit. That is the word of God. And the scripture says, put that sword, uh, pick up that sword, rather. Use that sword, the sword of the spirit. That is the word of God. And I want you to understand something here, right? That as you, as you go through, as you go through, you will get caught off guard every now and then. You got to pick up your sword again. Now, one of the things that I said to you all last week, though, was I said, listen, there are things that happen to us that motivational speeches 
and quotes and popular memes from social media are not going to help you. You need the sword. You need the word. It's not going to be enough to, to say, uh, let your haters be your motivators. And <laughs> it's not going to be enough to say that I don't, I, I'm protecting my peace. It's not going to be enough to say that you're going to need the word. Right. But I want you to understand it very clearly. Even in those moments where we kind of relax and we get caught off guard by the enemy, you can recover. And I'm saying that because even as I said that last week, I said, I'm not against motivational speaking. I'm not against you sharing positive memes that don't necessarily have scripture attached to it. I'm not against that at all. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that when an attack from the devil comes, he's not going to listen to let your haters be your motivators. See, Jesus used the word to get the devil off of him. So that means that that's what you're going to need. So I wanted to make sure I make that distinction. Now, here's what we're going to do, how we're going to break this down. Okay, with the time that we have left, I, I want to talk about how we're going to go through the rest of the 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 uh, installments, if you will, of the series. And uh, we're going to break down. There are six things that are mentioned here. When you talk about this armor of God, there are six things that are mentioned. And we're going to break them down piece by piece. We're going to talk about them piece by piece. And uh, some weeks uh, we may, I, I think, with the, with that whole uh, sword business, right? We, we may take a couple of weeks with that. It's, it's just going to depend. We'll see what the Lord has to say about it. But here, here's the thing. Here are the six things. There's a belt. There's a breastplate. There's shoes. There's a sword. There's a shield. And there's a helmet. One more time. There's a belt. There's a breastplate. There are shoes. There's a sword. There's a shield. And there's a helmet. So we're going to talk about those things as we go through. We'll, we'll talk about each one. We talk about putting on your armor. So today I'm going to talk to you very briefly about the belt and the breastplate. And again, all of these things are protective, right? So let's talk about this belt. Let's let's go back. Um, look at verse. Uh, let's see. Uh, take up the whole armor of God, right? Let's look at verse 14. New King James Version. Stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth. New Living Translation, stand your ground by putting on the belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness. That's how we're going to talk about that breastplate. So it starts off New Living Translation, stand your ground by putting on the belt of truth. Now, Paul is right here telling you, <laughs> I want you to hear me good, that you can't stand your ground on a lie. The Bible calls the devil the father of lies. That's what Jesus said about him. He's the father of lies. So if you're going to stand your ground against the devil, you can't do it without the truth. You can't do it on a lie. You have to stand on truth. You have to stand on truth. So let me go back to what I was just saying again about motivational speaking. And again, I'm not against it, okay? But every hater ain't a motivator, right? Right. So as I said, you know, we said, let your haters be your motivators. Every hater is not a motivator. Some haters don't motivate you to do anything. And, and, and again, once you really, really understand the whole hater thing, it's not really a motivator sometimes. 
And if we're not careful, some haters cause us to turn into haters. So we got we got to be careful, right? So every hater ain't a motivator, right? Oh, I'm you know these these are just examples that I use. I'm protecting my peace. I'm keeping everybody out by protecting my peace. You do realize that sometimes you can keep everybody out and your peace is still disturbed because you're the cause of the destruction. Let me let me do it like this. Let me let me do it like this. And, and, and I didn't plan on doing this, but I'm going to go ahead and pull something up uh, very quickly. I'm going to find it. Um, it's an excerpt from my book. Uh, Where's my change? I didn't mean to do this. Um, but but as I'm talking about this, right, um, let me share this excerpt. It said we've developed certain ways and we've become comfortable with who and where we are. We've even gone so far as to suggest that we hold on to such things in an effort to protect our peace. However, if something is to your detriment, your peace has already been disturbed. You've just adapted to the chaos. So the point here that I was making, and I can't I apologize. I can't tell you what chapter that's in. The point that I was making here is that people will tell you about how they're protecting their peace. And I'm not letting nobody around because I'm trying to protect my peace. But the fact of the matter is you have disturbed the peace. You are the one that's causing the drama in your life. And part of the reason that everything keeps disturbing your, disturbing your peace rather is that you have become addicted to chaos. And so w- what is the point that I'm making here? Listen, every motivational speak, every, every, every term of motivation, every speech, everything that's given in the terms of motivation is not always filled with truth. And even if it is filled with truth, that truth may not apply to your life. And I'm not going to use the term your truth because I, I, I have a problem with the word your truth. Um, again, we'll, we'll do that on another podcast at some time. But to me, your truth means your version. And sometimes our version is not true. So anyway, <laughs> let me just move on. Now, sometimes it is. Sometimes it is. But sometimes it's just not. But the point here is that this Bible says here, you have to stand your ground by putting on the belt of truth. You cannot stand your ground against the father of lies on a lie, which means you've got to get the truth of the word of God. This is why I'm saying you need the word to fend off the devil. When the devil was tempting Jesus in the wilderness, he was manipulating scripture. Jesus was responding with the truth. This is how he was able to stand against the devil outside of just being Jesus. But he, he gave us the example. He stood on the truth. So you need the truth. You need to, to, to put around your waist this belt of truth. This is how you're going to be able to stand your ground against him. Right? Because he's going to lie to you just like he lied in the garden. He's going to lie to you. He's going to try to manipulate the situation in your mind. So you got to have the truth. Now, this putting on the belt of truth. Now, understand, even in the New King James Version, have it girded. Uh, your waist with the truth. So you got to understand, even in these times, a belt was used for the same reason that you and I use a belt. Now, they wore loose fitting clothes, uh, the the tunics, uh, the kind of gown type thing that you see sometimes in the movies and things like this. This is how they dressed. And so if if, if you're just living your life, you're just going through your day, you don't necessarily need a belt. Just like we just came off this pandemic and most of us wasn't even getting dressed every day. We were throwing on regularly. You don't need a belt. You ain't going out the house, so on and so forth. But you would put on a belt to basically give you a tighter fit of your clothes. 
so that you can move about properly. Otherwise, your clothes might fall off you, right? So just imagine wearing something loose fitting, but you call yourself going into a battle. Right. You don't want that because you're going to be trying to move. You don't want anything that's 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 cumbersome. And so this belt would tighten up. Right. We'll get to that breastplate in just a second here. But this belt would tighten up the loose ends. I want, I hope you are with me. It would tighten up the loose ends so that they may be able to move a little bit freer. So when you think about this belt that we're going to put on, it's tightening up, it's tightening up the loose ends of your life. It's tightening up the loose ends of your walk with God. We ain't quite walking like you ought to. It's tightening up the loose ends. And so when you put this belt on, it's going to tighten up some stuff. Now, it's got to be a belt of truth. Can't just be any old belt. It's got to be the belt of truth. And you put that on and it starts to tighten up things. And so now you're you're in preparation for the battle. You're going to see this as we go through the series. We're getting dressed now. We're getting dressed in the armor. It's too late when you get on the field to get dressed. No, you got to get dressed before you get on the field. And so you put on this belt. This When it says girded up, it's tightening up all the loose ends. So if we're gonna if we're gonna stand against the devil, we gotta tighten up some things. We can't be out here as we say loosey goosey with the devil, because he can spot your weakness and he'll take advantage. So you gotta tighten up some things, right? I hope that made sense. Now let me, let me deal with this breastplate with the last few minutes that we got, and then we'll pick it up again on next week. This breastplate, right? Let's look at what it says in the New Living Translation. Again, verse 14, stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness. New King James Version, having put on the breastplate of righteousness. This breastplate, y'all, this breastplate, this covers, it, it covered the front of a soldier and the back. Even though it's called the breastplate, it covered them all the way around. So, so it protect their vital organs, right? It protected them in case somebody tried to get at them through the front or through the back. It protected their vital organs. You have to work to catch them, right? And so this breastplate of righteousness, this righteousness is really our living, how we live, how we as Christians carry ourselves, carry yourself with righteousness. Just the good deeds that come from being a Christian, just the good lifestyle that comes from being a Christian. And so this breastplate, when you put it on, it covers your vital organs. Now, again, as we go through, told y'all, belt, breastplate, shoes, sword, shield, helmet. You're not going to find anything on this armor of God that maybe protects your legs. Right. You don't see anything here that protects your arm. You can't put anything uh, too cumbersome on your arms because you need to be able to move with your sh- with your shield and your sword. Right. So there's some parts of us. I want y'all to hear me good because we're in this flesh, right? Because we're born in sin and shaped in iniquity, right? There are some parts of us that are exposed to the devil. There's some parts of us where every now and then you might get caught with something. As I said to you earlier, right? Sometimes you, you, you took off something, but sometimes you fully dressed in the armor. But this is a battle. This is a battle. If you think about a boxing match, Rarely does a boxer come out unscathed. Like even the great boxers, they're going to take a punch or two here or there. This is a battle. 
you're going to take some licks from the devil. But have you covered all the vital body parts? Have you really covered yourself in all the places that would really matter? All the ways in which he could really just take you out. Are you covered? We're at the beginning of getting dressed here. Let me do this scripture very quickly, and then we're going to get out of here on on today. We talked about um, protecting ourselves, and we talked about that breastplate and that belt that cinches up all of the loose ends of our lives, right? Hebrews 12 and 1 says this. It says here in uh, in the New King James Version, Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witness, let us lay aside every weight. And the sin which so easily ensnares us and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. New Living Translation says, therefore, since we are surrounded by uh, such a huge crowd of witness to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up. And let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. Now, how does this tie in, Reverend Jackson? I'm going to leave you with this again. When I talked about that belt tightening up loose ends, I'll I'll say it like this. Y'all ain't always been saved. (laughs) I'll say it like this. For those of you who used to fight, I hope that y'all done fighting, by the way. But if you still fight, you're going to know what I'm talking about. For those of you who used to fight, if a fight didn't just break out, if you had a planned fight, a battle, if you knew this going down on this day, You made sure you had on the right clothes, the right shoes, the right everything. Because you didn't want to get caught off guard. You didn't want to wear something that was too cumbersome. You didn't want want to wear wear something that might cause you to lose the fight. David famously tells Saul when he's getting ready to face Goliath, I can't wear your armor because your armor don't fit me. Take all of this stuff off. Because I'm used to fighting Goliath with my hands. I'm used to fighting big wild animals. I'm used to fighting this type of stuff with my hands and my my sword and my slingshot. That's what I fought them with. And that's where I'm comfortable. I can't put on extra stuff. But the beauty in all of this, y'all, as I wrap this up, I preached from there one time. I call it a tailor-made anointing. The beauty in all of this is that when you put on God's armor, it's tailor-made just for you. It ain't going to be too big. It ain't going to be too small. Ain't going to be too loose fitting. Ain't going to be too tight. God will tailor it just for you. So as the scripture says that you can withstand. There's some parts of you that's going to be exposed. You're going to take some, some licks off from the devil. Every now and then he's going to cut you a little bit. He's going to get you a little bit here or there. But your vital organs will be protected you'll still be able to stand. But you got to put on the whole armor. And when you think about it, as we go through all of these pieces of this armor, you're going to see as you put on the whole armor of God, the parts you need are going to be protected. And you'll still be able to stand. Let me stop right here because I could go on and on and on. We got plenty more time to get to that. So that's all the time that we got this week. I hope that made sense on this week. I hope that... I hope that was more inspiring to you than an inspirational message, because, again, as we deal with Monday morning discipleship, I hope that this is a word that would help you to fend off the enemy, your real enemy, which is the devil. So I'm going to stop right here. That's all the time that we've got for this week. We'll pick it up next week. 
and we'll talk about the shoes and uh uh we may get to the sword next week but we'll see because i might have more to share on this breastplate when i come back but i think uh, i think i've covered that pretty well but we'll talk about those shoes on next week about the gospel of peace we'll talk about that on next week so i hope that you all got something out of that on today let me give you our tag as we always do if you'd like to keep up with us uh the best way to do that go to the ministry's website that website www.krjministries.org if you would like to purchase any of our written work go to the publishing website that website www.krjpublishing.com if you would like to uh, keep up with this podcast if you'd like to hit the subscribe button we encourage you to do so that way you'll know when new episodes become available hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening to this podcast on whatever platform that way you'll know we've produced a new episode and then you can come in and share Uh, with us and then share it with somebody if you've been blessed by what we've been doing tell somebody about the purpose and beyond podcast invite them to become a subscriber we would appreciate that listen uh, if you would like to support this podcast you can do so via paypal at paypal.me forward slash krj ministries again paypal.me forward slash krj ministries or you can go right to the ministry's website and donate there www.krjministries.org forward slash donate any level of support you give us would definitely be appreciated by us. That's all the time that we've got for Monday morning discipleship. We hope that you enjoyed what we had to share on this week, putting on your armor. So we'll pick it up again on next week. God bless you and God keep you as my prayer as always. And we'll see you all on next time. Be blessed.